And we are live. It is 2.06 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States, 8.06 p.m. GMT in the UK. It's the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. Hey. Coming to you live this 18th day of February, 2024. And we are, we are San's guest. We did have Zach Talks Tech lined up. Unfortunately, he is under the weather. Uh, and cannot make it, uh, so get all the wells and hope he hydrates and feels better and medicate and rest and fluids and all that good stuff, and hopefully we can reschedule him at another point in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, definitely. So, I was looking forward to Zach. He's, yeah. he's a great guy, so could get well soon, mate. Yeah, so he sent me a message uh, late last night. You were away asleep. It was like 9.30 or so, and he just sent me an email. He's just like, hey, man. Well, first of all, I get a declined on the calendar and I was like, okay, that's weird. And then he sent an email oh, right behind and says, Hey, I, I didn't even do the stream Friday night or Thursday or whatever. I didn't do my regular stream. And I'm supposed, I was supposed to go today. Cause that's why we moved ours up to kind of a, he does a Thursday, a Sunday stream as well. And he's like, dude, I, whatever I've got, it's making me, it's got me, it's beating my butt. So I said, like, nah, no worries, mate. It's all good. So it's cool. So it's just Joe and I, so anyway, it's on the, I Here guess. Yeah, I guess it's pretty much always that time of year. Seem like everybody <laughs> yeah. says that in the wintertime. Oh, it's it's going around. It's like, isn't all things going around? Don't you always get a cold? It's always going around. It's I just... guess there's flu seasons, I guess, like hurricanes. But I don't yeah. know. I, I would think that if you get sick, it's probably just because you probably caught something from somebody else. And not necessarily. Somebody out it have, instead of uh, just being February, you know, for that. Kind yeah. Of thing. So. <laughs> uh, did you? It's Valentine's the 14th of as well in the US, it is right? Yeah, it's the same yeah. day. Yeah, yeah actually, this Valentine's was kind of, Day this week for you. Yeah, did you, and did the, you do much? No, and the funny thing is, this year it actually Ash Wednesday was on the same day. If you're hmm. Catholic, which I'm not, I was until I got older and decided to stop going just for personal reasons. I don't know, it just was weird. I always felt like I got drugged to church as a kid and never really got into it that much. So as I got to be an adult, I kind of stopped going. So, anyway, I was raised Catholics. That was Ash Wednesday. That happened to be the same day as Valentine's Day this year. I guess that mm. happens every once in a while. So, did you have any pancakes Tuesday? No, I, I don't know. What, Shrove what's the, Tuesday. I don't know what that is. I, I, is, no. that a, I, is that a Catholic thing or is that just a British thing? I don't know. I never uh -huh. pancakes on know. Tuesday before. I'm not religious, man. I just. Oh, I'll okay. just look it up quickly. Yeah, never, never heard of that. Shrove, S H R O V E. Shrove. Yeah, Shrove Tuesday, yeah, the yeah. first day of Carnival. It's February 13th. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras. Okay, yeah, Mardi Gras. Oh, okay. Is it Mardi oh. Gras? <laughs> yeah, it's fat. That's what Mardi Gras means in French. Fat Tuesday. All right. Oh, yeah. Mardi Gras. Oh. Yeah, so uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, I never heard it called Shrove Tuesday. Yeah, uh, pancake day. Yeah. It's the beginning of Lent. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I never heard it referred to that before. That's kind of no. cool. Do you, do you not have pancake day? No. Um, I, I, I guess we do. I just never. I, I love pancakes, never, man. It says the Cluding Day of Carnival or Shrovetide. So, okay. Um, yeah, that's cool. Which is funny because then when you click on it, in when you click on it, is a Christian festive season that occurs before Lent, consisting of. Wow. Shrove Sunday, Shrove Monday, Shrove Tuesday. Okay. So, all right. So it kind of sounds like, um, yeah, like, like good Friday, Holy Saturday, right? That's kind of holy, mm. you know, Easter Sunday. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. All um, I care about yeah. is the daylight, you know, 
Right. Well, you can get pancakes. <laughs> can't pick. You can get pancakes any day, but hell yeah, let's just do it on uh, the Tuesday before Mardi Gras or before Ash Wednesday. That's cool. Yeah, I can so, eat yeah. any day, but it's mandatory that day. Right. Whether you like well, it or not. <laughs> well, I guess I must have missed a memo because I did not. I did not have Damn any. It. Next That's year. Yeah, maybe Brilliant. so. I'll look it up. And now that I know it has a proper name called Pancake Pancake Day, I'll, I should probably do that. What do you have on your pancakes then? Uh, I just butter and syrup everyone. I don't really eat pancakes that often. I'm more of a waffle guy, and I really don't even eat those that often. <laughs> I would have said that as well. Yeah, I, yeah, well, waffle guy. But um, I don't, I don't, I don't eat them very often. I, you know, mm-hmm. actually, no, it's just, I don't know. It's not that I don't like them. Grantek is in the chat. Oi, oi. And right. Ibrahim. And Ibrahim and Manos. Manos. Who's the only person apparently in our group that owns a car. Apparently that's a thing. I guess nobody owns a car. Okay. You got a car? Yeah. We don't take it to work? Uh, Sasha, um, Sasha, for God's sake, if she drives it. Lauren drives yep. it to work. Lauren has um, a car. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get a bus. I'm a bus wanker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a full kit wanker. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Basically, I, you can I, stick wanker on the end of anything in the UK. <laughs> right. Pancake wanker. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Well, yeah. I guess the, the question is, is so how what's that trip like? So I guess you... Do you have to catch a series of buses, or is it just? One I do bus now, bus? yeah, because they changed the route, which was really annoying. So I I used to get one bus that changed uh, into a different one, a Z okay. that changed into an A. But now they don't change, so I have to get off and get another one. Very wow. frustrating. So how? Uh, what's that take as far as time every every day? Like you know. Because um, is that's not far, that's where the mall's at, right? Is where you? That's right. No, yeah. Okay. So how far? I mean, like when you when you have to leave in order to get there, five minutes maybe. Is that just because of the the trip, or is, is it yeah, forty five minutes trip. away? Yeah, you could probably do it in twenty five thirty uh, driving easily. Okay, so that's not too bad. What's uh what's on your uh? Your mug there. There's a picture. Uh, this one is from a beer festival at St. Albans. Okay. 2018 beer festival. <laughs> there you go. It's kind of cool. It's got a, yeah, it's got the, the dude instead of holding up this, he's holding up a pint. Good yeah. mate. I changed the route. <laughs> That's the UK. Yeah. Because yeah, they changed the route. That's the UK for you. I guess they do that in the United States too. Um, Although where I live, it, well, I guess, I mean, if you lived in the city of St. Louis, you could probably get around by bus. Um, and there is a metro link, but it really kind of just, it's one, it's just one, it's not like in Boston where you've got the T, where you got the red line and the orange line mm. and stuff, where you get different kind of intersecting places of the city. There's really the metro link goes from like, I guess, West St. Louis County and it kind of goes downtown and it goes actually over to the river. So it goes across to Illinois and the St. Clair uh, area. And so you can get, pick it up in Illinois and then come across the bridge. And then you go basically south or you can go north to the – it goes right to – it terminates at the airport basically. So okay. that's, that I means very – it was a nice – funny enough. Great. It'd be great. It'd be great. terminates at the Luton Airport. <laughs> well, okay. So I guess that's kind of cool. But, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if it came, you know – more south to where I'm at instead of like kind of the western kind of part of the county. If it came to like near where I live, I would drive there and park and then ride ride it in and just leave my car at like a little you know like mm, park parking. and ride. Yeah, park and ride. That's what I would do. I yeah. just drive halfway, you know, and get on it and then take it northbound, right? And it goes because really there's right next to where I work. There's literally a station. I think it's like might be three blocks away. It's right there, and I just get off and just take a walk. So. 
However, it's not close. So by the time I really would drive to the the place where it actually ends in the Webster Groves area, which is the town, I'm almost halfway. I mean, I'm literally like 15 minutes from the bank. So why not just what? what why bother, right? Yeah. But if but it, it doesn't seem like it's likely. Um, it's kind of a. Jimmy for some said, sorry, it, I'm late. We're yeah. always late. I was gonna say we <laughs> don't like, need to apologize. We got, we got <laughs> six minutes off. So anyway, yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense, and really. The funny thing is when they put that station where they did, it was really kind of a lot of consternation about it for some reason. I don't know why people just like, I guess they didn't like having a, a you know, a station there. So ah, who knows? It was a part of an area where like nobody lived. It was almost like a kind of a local, a quasi kind of commercial industrial section, which is so weird. But everybody was just like, oh, it's going to bring a bunch of riffraff. And this, and it's like, come on, it's just calm down. I mean, it's, you know, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if we had in, in this area a little bit more of a, a better public transportation situation and we just don't. And it's kind of like the way it is. Unless you live in a major city, it's kind of like mm. the way it is. I mean, if you live in New York or Boston or places like Chicago, you got the loop and stuff, it makes sense. But if you're like in the Midwest, it's... it's too much hard. demand for it, though. No, not really. Americans just are kind of used to... I mean, for, like I said, it's it just kind of like we're used to driving long distances. Like for me, mm. you know, yeah, driving... They, I, they, I, I can get in a car and drive. drive. No. Well, not legally. <laughs> <laughs> people do it's not a good idea it's a terrible idea it's just destructive it's an awful it's idea it's a terrible I don't idea even, and you should I don't do even it. have one we're allowed to have one aren't we really but i don't even have one and yeah this. it depends on who you are right but uh yeah it's it's one of those things where um i think just american culture it's always been kind of a driving kind of thing and um you know for me it's like you know getting up and to chicago i guess is the net well kansas city so it's basically chicago kind of to the northeast and then mm -hmm. kansas city straight across the state right on the other side of the state um and a uh it, it, drive four hours isn't that like to drive chicago really isn't that big of a deal like i could do yeah. that i mean i get up at eight o'clock and be there by noon um i've done that before i've driven like to kansas city during the day or whatever and you know so you couldn't but be, there for breakfast then could you mate Sure, you could if you got if you left at like you know for three a.m. You could get there about you know and actually it'd probably be a good idea because there won't be anybody in the road. It'd be like yeah, it'd be a good like, time getting, to drive, getting right. into Chicago. But the problem is you probably get into Chicago right at rush hour, and boy, I mean Chicago getting around is a nightmare anyway, traffic wise. And to mm. get to the Adelaide Stevenson, the Dan Ryan Expressway at like eight a.m. Oh boy, um, <laughs> if you're coming from west suburbs, it won't be too bad. If you're coming from south, it might not be terrible. But yeah, I I would not recommend. Basically, I would go there the night before and then just get up and and we yeah. done it. like. But for that, I mean, but I know it's an hour commute to my house. Like for my the physical distance is like forty eight miles or whatever from my door to to where I work, and um, so it takes about an hour ish or so, fifty five minutes. And I'm just so used to it; it's not even funny. It's like I I don't like to drive, but I'm just used to it. So Americans driving an hour when you say you live an hour away, that's close. For, for people I know. And if you say you live an hour away and like in the UK, it's like, holy crap, man, you live very practically <laughs> on the other side of the country, right? Um, in the United States, it's just an hour drive isn't isn't that big of a deal. No. Yeah. So um oh, Steve Litchfield in the chat. Yeah, Steve. He's uh, he just patched through up the topic. We, we we were talking about commuting in the United States and the UK. That's what we were talking about. It wasn't yeah, really it's tech, tech project, and we're talking about commuting. <laughs> right. Well, um, we had we had we had randomly. a topic. I guess it was brought up um, on the show we were on the other day, right? So we were on mm. the bunch of phonies uh, with Dan and Neil. It's always very gracious, a good time. Uh, they were talking about uh, Sora, right? Basically, this new. Um, I don't want to get too much into it because we kind of flushed it out there. 
Um, and our and if you really want to listen to us talk about it, you can listen to that show, download that, bunch of phonies, mm -hmm. go to YouTube and subscribe. It's a good time. It's a good chat. And um, but uh, I I'm kind of torn about it, right? I think it's going to be obviously if if left to and developed and kept under control, it could be pretty awesome, right? But unfortunately, left to um, nefarious and bad actors, it's going to go a little sideways. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. Um, somebody did make a comment about it, and I think it was in that chat too. Is about it, it's I don't know if not, I'm not sure that it was subscription, but you'll have to pay it'll be one of those things that won't be free, right? In order to use that, so they're going to try to monetize that, right? Very I'm few sure. things are free, right? <laughs> at least at first, they are well, they are at first because they want you to get to mm. use it, and it's fun. And, you and it's kind of, then you get to kind of depend on it, and you get kind of used to it, and then you're like, oh, well, that's like, well. And they'll start out small, like, oh, it's only $3.99 a month. And then you know, for the first six months, it's only 99 cents. And then you subscribe to it, and it's not a big deal. And then the real rates, you know, it's like, and then you'll forget to unsubscribe because people do that too, because they don't track that. And uh, then it'll be on day, I'll get a bill for like eight bucks. And you're like, oh, it's not cheap. I mean, look at look at Netflix, right? When it was when they first started oh, out. Oh, they always catch you with them free. It wasn't three wasn't months too bad. free. Right. It wasn't too bad. Now you've got all these services to fragment all your, you know, mm. so in order to watch TV, you've got to watch like Paramount Plus and Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu and all this other kind of stuff. And it's just, it's, you know, they, they, and there's, there's no way to stop it because they got us hooked, right? People like their shows. I, I would yeah, say people did. like, I mean, they always like TV shows, um, but it's completely changed the way we watch television, right? Because it used to be, you know, if you watched, you know, sitcoms in the 80s right in the 90s when i was a kid you had to wait you know the show came on thursday nights at 7 p.m right and you had to wait yeah. and then writers wrote an episode until the summer right and then they took the summer off and then you had sweeps week and then you know the fall came in and boom you would come in they'd have the season premiere the new season and you would be excited well now it's like now they release a season and it almost pisses people off that they actually don't release. They have the entire thing filmed, but they won't release it until they actually yeah. try to make it like a week. Go away a week. Are, <laughs> people are pissed off. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. that's the way it used to be. Right. And, uh, you know, and the funny thing is then you had like TV guide. So you used to get a book that I don't know. I don't know if mm -hmm. they had TV guide in the UK. I'm sure they had something kind of comparable to it where you had to look and see when the show came on or like what's on TV and had four had the stations. Right. And they had the times and, and then you actually had a channel, um, it was like their guide channel. It wasn't the guide, but actually a channel you would watch and you'd have to wait and it would rotate through like at eight o'clock. Do you remember stuff. recording yeah. series on tapes? Oh yeah. On VHS. So you could rewatch yeah. it. You know, yeah. VHS, and, then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then remember when you used to want, if you wanted to know the movie times, you'd call the movie. They had a recording of all, here's what's playing on Friday, 13th of August. And you'd listen to at, you know, here's um, a room to a, a room to, for a view. And here's all the movies, right? And you had to listen to, the show times and you had to wait until it wasn't even prompted. You wouldn't you were like press one for this movie. You had to sit there and wait <laughs> until the yeah. entire recording. So bit actually recorded that. Teletext though. Teletext. Did you have that? Um, what, so describe it. I mean, I don't know the, so what, what is basic, that? Basic, like, um, it's basic, just font on the screen. Um, on the telly, you could, um, press the red button type thing. Oh yeah. And it was like, it's kind of like, um, what do they call it? Uh, closed captioning is what we would. Yeah. Call. Yeah. Yeah. They still have that now, but yeah, it was real basic. And of course it would miss half the time and it wouldn't do it correctly. And it just, it was so, so totally backwards. Right. It was funny. It just, I just remember in my, you know, when they had time and temperature, we actually had a, um, a, a telephone number in St. Louis and it still actually works. Three, two, one, 22, 22. I swear to God, if you're, if you're in the St. Louis area, three, one, four, three, two, one, 22, 22, and it would literally give you time 
the current time is 4.34 yeah. p.m. And the weather, it, it would give you time and temperature and the weather. I swear to God, it was still, and I tried to call the other day, and sure enough, they still, it's still there. I don't know why anybody in there, I think they just keep it because it's kind of funny now. But that was yeah, the way you set thing. your clocks, right? Because remember, you didn't know what the time was and your clocks didn't automatically update. And of course, they would get yeah, out of whack. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Right, and they would get out of whack after a couple of months or the battery would die and you didn't know what time it was. You didn't, unless you had a wristwatch on. And if you didn't, if you're sitting in your house, you didn't have a digital device, so you, so you had to call time and temperature. It's like, okay, it's oh, then you set your clocks in the house to the time that it set it on the record. It's so goofy. Uh, the things we take same way with music, though, isn't it? It's all sad. Like, um, people don't listen to a full album anymore, do they? Well, they don't have to now, and that's no. the beauty of it. And then it makes me feel bad for some of these, um, these artists, right? Because they've got to make an entire album, usually, they've got a six track or 10 track LP, mm. right? And then they would, and, and that, that shows how old I am. And, called an LP, right? Um, but uh, yeah, they got to come up with 10 songs on, on an album and most people listen to two or three or four and then they had the B-side, remember? So on, they had the one, they yeah, had the B-side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the B-sides, right? So that was your, not as popular, right? Uh, but yeah, and uh, bring me back in the memories. Oh yeah, well, I, like I said, I'm old. So I can, I mean, I, I grew up in the old days, right? So uh, I grew up pre-internet, right? In the Cold War and, and Steve is kind of, uh, he's a little older than I am. So he, and he makes a comment. Absolutely. TV was better 20 years ago. Everything I think we love our tech. VCRs. Yeah. You lose some of the tactile and fun things, don't you? Like, yeah. And I, and I agree with Steve, like I said, now it's, everything's monetized, right? Cause back in the mm -hmm. day, they would just, you would, you know, you got the local channels, right? So I guess in the BBC in the UK, they had what BBC, they had three channels, right? BBC one, two, and three, I would assume they had, right. You yeah, know, BBC, yeah, you got ITV. Um, right so you'd have but they were broadcast analog, yeah, yeah antenna they were broadcast analog and you could watch them whenever you want and here's another thing that you want you want to make you want to make a gen z or really freak out or my kids freak out tell them that tv stations used to go off the air at night like at midnight they would go off, i swear to god they would go off the air they would not have it wasn't 24-hour news or 24-hour tv it was like 11 30 or midnight would come on and they would play the national anthem kind of thing they did and then they went to either a test pattern that like a test pattern <laughs> oh yeah the, yeah or the I've static right or the static and then usually 5 a.m or 6 a.m it would come back on it was like either the morning it was the morning report like the crop report or the weather report but at 6 a.m the, the first news station would kind of come on so between 12 and 6 there was nothing on television to, to watch. It was unless you had a VCR recording of something or whatever. <laughs> there, you couldn't just turn on channel, you know, local. And he said BBC One and Two, ITV Channel Four, and all hundred, all hundred percent free. Yep. So that, so yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's so crazy now because now, I guess you have to trade, right? You get you get the the convenience of having on demand TV, right? You didn't have. You don't have to sit there and watch. It's like if you were had a you know a regular broadcast TV, you're at their total mercy, right? You had to actually, mm -hmm. whatever was on TV, whatever the programming was, you had to suffer through it. And you didn't have cable, right? When I was a kid, cable TV was kind of like what rich people had. You know, when I when in the 80s, it just started to be kind of come a thing. And if you had like Cinemax and HBO, you were even cooler, right? You had like wow, you had movie <laughs> channels, right? Of course, nothing was, and of course now it's like. You can do whatever you would download, stream it, and all songs. You can almost thousand pick times. a movie and you'll find it somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And then it's just basically how much you're willing to pay. Mm -hmm. And so that becomes the problem now. And it's so I guess that's the, I guess that's but no the one, no right? one owns things. So like I started collecting Blu rays um, with Tom Hanks because I quite like Tom Hanks films. Um, but I haven't actually got a 
Blu-ray player setup anywhere. Right, dude. I don't even. I don't even. Well, I mean, technically, I guess your Xbox and your PlayStation. I guess will. Yeah, my PlayStation in the summer house. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. play. Um, play, but I mean, a dedicated like VCR or a dedicated, um, you know, Blu-ray player. Or I mean, remember Laserdisc? Maybe that wasn't a thing in the UK. Remember the the Laserdisc? It was like huge album oh, size seat. Oh, dude, you don't remember those? Oh, no, dude. no, no. Yeah. So okay, that this is. I guess I'm gonna say it was probably pre. This is pre DVD, right? So. Okay. The, oh yeah, and it was cool because I mean. And you can still get these things, which is wild. So um, let me share. Yeah. Sony were massive on the Blu-ray front, weren't they? Yeah. Let me see if I can. How do I share this? Let's see. Share. Present. Yeah, let's just share the laser disc. Yeah, share screen. There we go. Oh, here we go. Was it like a vinyl? So, but This is what it was. It looked like a huge VCR. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it had the tray. Right. And this is, I can't believe this actually works. That is so cool. Um, but yeah, so you do that. Right. And then you, if you go here, battery's not included. <laughs> battery's not included. Right. So, uh, yeah. So here's, yeah. It was like this. It was like an album. Mm. It was basically a large DVD, is what it was. Hold on. I'm not sharing anymore. Am I? Oh, what happened? Oh, present, share screen. I was going to say, because Steve said it was rare in the UK. I, I don't, I don't yeah. recall. That's cool what it looked like. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a 12 inch, essentially a 12 inch DVD or a CD is what it was. Wow. And, okay. Yeah. It was, I mean, and my, and my buddy had one and his mom had like, I think she had like five or six movies. First of all, the, the disc player weighed like a billion pounds. Yeah. Um, it was I would say. <laughs> super, super heavy. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, you basically went to the store and they were like, I mean, literally it was like an, it was like LPs, right? You basically pick mm. out. And that's what it was. It was like, it was, I think it came out. I think that looks 19, weird. It is. It is weird. And it came out, I guess it, what did it say? 1979? So I look at that and think it's vinyl. Yeah. Basically, it was a laser disc. Vinyl. I used to mix it, um, garage music. And playing on vinyl is, is just so nice. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, what I tell people is it's it's wild, man. It's, you know, and you had to get that. And he said, uh. $200 a year for a TV license to fund the BBC, but the helps pay for all their content. So, okay, now how does, so they bill, I guess you get a bill for, yeah, you have to have TV every, license. everybody, everybody in the TV in the UK has to pay this $200 bill. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that, I mean, Hey, you know what? I mean, you need TV, right? You need, regular, even if you, you still need TV the catch up right? services and stuff like that. Even if you haven't got live TV, you still have to, yeah, I guess it was rather the UK. I guess it was, and I guess the the company that made it was um, I guess who was this man? I guess Disco. It's called Disco Vision in the United States. Oh, Disco yeah. Vision. Well, that's what it was called. It was marketed <laughs> as MCA Disco Vision. Um, in the United States, Laserdisc is not fully digital. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then they had all the all the Betamax. God love it. Manchester Man City doesn't pay a TV license. Because they're going to come TV for you, mate. So, come for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess my question is, can you ditch not paying for it? Or are they, are they, it's like the IRS, right? They're going to come and get you? 12 they years do, now? They do, it? yeah. They do. If they um, if they know you're playing TV there. He said he doesn't play for live TV. But I'm sure even if you do catch up, you have to pay the license. Um, oh, okay. He says he only has Netflix and stuff. Okay, well, I guess, yeah. He goes, no. 
Okay, so no, I guess you don't all have to pay for all you only pay to TV lights as you watch live TV or recorded anything live. You don't need a license if you if you catch uh, up. I, TV. Thought, I thought you had to catch up because it's still BBC services. Um, huh, that's weird. I, I never knew it. So, I mean, I mean, it's I mean, we have to pay for like, um, so is that on top of like if you have like a satellite or cable TV service or is that a yeah, separate? Deal? Yeah, oh, okay. Well, that's kind of there's loads of free view though. You can get Do you have Freeview TV. Yeah, in the US? We have, yeah, yeah, we have stuff like that. I figured you probably did. Yeah, so um, and he says BBC iPlayer needs a license. Yeah, that's interesting. Like I said, I we don't have anything like that. I mean, we don't have um, you know, you would have your so. local you have ABC, CBS, and NBC, right? Those are the three major networks in the United States, and then you mm -hmm. have um local affiliates, right? So they have licenses to to play that. But I mean, I don't pay money to NBC and I don't pay money to the local affiliates mm. because it's just part of the cable TV package. And that was kind of a big deal, right? So at one point they were, because um, they had to negotiate all that, which is another, that that could be, a, that in and of itself is a complicated situation. And that could be a completely different show for another day. Okay. But however, <laughs> it's, oh, I, I don't, and I don't even understand all the ins and outs of it, but basically, um, but basically um, what it comes down to is, you know, they have to negotiate the rights to broadcast services for these networks. And so like at channel five is the local NBC affiliate here in St. Louis. And I guess if you had direct TV, they didn't negotiate with the local affiliate. And so basically anything that was on that TV was blocked. I mean, that channel basically came up and said, Hey, we're basically in a uh, negotiation. So the TV is essentially cut off. And that's why it's good to have the digital signal because then you could still technically if you want to watch channel five you could because they broadcast over the air it's all it's all weird how tv is um television especially movies is it's a little different right now you can just buy movies you can still rent them you can still stream them you can do all that but tv when it comes to contracts and negotiations and local affiliates and stuff at least in the united states is really a kind of a kind of a mess and how this has all worked um and i guess i'm gonna assume in the uh in the other world um, in the UK and other places in Europe, I'm sure it's just as complicated. I'm sure it's not as straightforward. Yeah. So when it comes to live TV, Sam, I think the only live TV I watch now is sporting events. Right. I mean, that's pretty much what I do. I mean, I don't watch yeah. network like, you know, there's shows on like channel five, like NBC and CBS and stuff. I don't watch, I don't watch a lot of television. As a matter of fact, if no, I no. were a single, if I were a single person, Literally, I probably wouldn't have a TV package. I would probably have Netflix. I might have Amazon Prime because I get it with the thing. I might have other basic TV, and then I would have sports. That would be whatever I could do to get a sports channel. Um, mm -hmm. And so I don't really, I don't, I just don't watch a lot of television. I just don't. And then if I, I do watch them. Oh, daughter's in the chat. Hey, <laughs> she's on. Actually, she's on Twitch. Twitch. So figure no she, one, she, no one, no one but on my there. daughter is on Twitch. But that's cool. <laughs> she's always on Twitch anyway. As a matter of fact, I was. I was watching Twitch today because uh, Survival Bob, he's a guy that is a streamer on Twitch that does uh, the No Man's Sky game. He's really, I kind of watch him. The new expansion came out for anybody who plays No Man's Sky. If you don't, that's cool. Um, and so I was watching that just before the show and I downloaded it and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, TV is kind of a, of a mess. And I think it's because it's still, it's still it has to, all these negotiated contracts are still having to kind of be worked through from the old days mm. of how TV was structured and the new pricing models and everything else. So it's, it's TV and movie and that landscape is completely a mess now. I think it's just because yeah. we train that, that transition has not been smooth. Well, on the phone, he was talking about AI, wasn't we? And we, you saw that AI generated um, mm. footage yeah. 
was unreal. And that's going to be the future, isn't it, as well? Probably AI-generated shows. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Hey, thanks for stopping by, Steve. Appreciate you, as always. Thanks for, for popping in. Um, yeah, and we and we tried that. Yeah, and I took I took that feedback, especially <laughs> – well, actually, that I was kind of already on that the last stab with that, and then when I had that show with Steve, and basically he said, you know, you I can never hear you, and that's when I was fighting that XLR mic. At that point, I was just like, after Steve's input, I was like, you know what, I got it, I'm done with it. I gotta get a new mic. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he appreciates the uh, the effort, and so we we appreciate uh, the feedback that he gave, especially for my for my audio. So thank you very much for that as well. But yeah, it's um. AI generated content. I think that's going to be more for um, indie indie people and then like regular folks like us. We can we can make our own TV shows, right? We could make our own we could make our own TV shows. We could make our own content. We could make our own videos, our own shorts, our own documentaries. And you could do a lot of stuff with that, and you don't have to worry mm -hmm. about again. Like I was telling them on the bunch of phonies, it's not being gatekeeped anymore by a uh, you know like a, a network studio or a, a, a movie studio. They don't have to look at your script and get actors for it. You don't even need actors. Matter of fact, you can't really use real people, right? Supposedly, yeah. I'm sure that's <laughs> going to be, I'm sure that's going to be broken and stuff. And actually, if I were a movie actor, I would actually sell my licensing to uh, uh, a company to let them use my likeness on shows. You know, I mean, hell, that's that's where the money's at. I mean, you have a likeness of Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise or Naomi Campbell or whomever, you know, or any of these other actresses or actors, you know, hell with it. You know, you, you, what's cool is because really, because rem remember when you're shooting an actual movie, you, you mm -hmm. have to be on set, you have to be in the trailer, you have to do all that stuff, and you can only do one at a time, right? You can't, and that may, if it takes nine months to film on location, well, that's all you do. But all you got to do is give your likeness out. You could be in a dozen movies at yeah, the same time. You know, and like... <laughs> You know, uh, shows get cancelled or a character will get cancelled off, cancelled off because the actor passes away. That wouldn't be a thing. They could still carry the show on, right? And then their... you're well. Now you're in that corner of the reason why The Simpsons has been going on for thirty years, right? Because the actors and actresses never age and they don't die, right? Yeah. They don't get older. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's another thing too. Is okay. How's that going to work? Do you would you want to? Let's say, you know, we had an instance where, um, you know, Carl Weathers wasn't really in movies, but he was in commercials and stuff. Carl Weathers passed away earlier there a couple of months ago, right? Well, yeah, what happens yes. if if uh, his estate says, hey, you can continue to use Carl's likeness in, in, in other commercials and TV shows? Well, then there's a way for Carl's family to basically monetize his likeness. You yeah. Know? And it's, 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 yeah. It's really, really interesting how this is going to work out. And then, like I said, my daughter, um, and, and we've had this conversation. We've talked about it before. Um, and uh, that it, it can be dangerous, but it's going to be interesting to see, especially when it comes to actors and actresses, right? Instead of using this generated, like in those videos, it was all just random people, right? It was not a person. It was just generated, you know, random human. But I'm curious to see how that's going to work and how people are going to do it. And Peter's in the chat. And we saw a shark. I saw a shark in the chat too. There is. Yeah. Call MTV airing a short about a. Oh yeah, Ma yeah. Man, Karen Carpenter passed away in 1983. They beat the major networks in papers by hours. Like, oh yeah, things have definitely changed. <laughs> uh, we are in a new world, and uh, yeah, and then yeah, and they use AI movies as well. That's right. Mark and Jade. Like Sam, what I was saying about um, the fact that we had Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's all about love. I wanted to talk about some of the tech we've loved down the years. I mean, we kind of have. You obviously loved the um, big CDs. 
Right, the laser dust. Well, funny is, I never had one. My my buddy's mom had one, and we just thought it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and then, of bet. course, we had DVDs, and then that was the end of it, right? But yeah, um, let's see. What was the first know? piece of tech, Sam? Look, he was like, wow. Uh, okay, so the first, and I, I don't think they make, and so I wouldn't, I don't know if it's tech per se. Um, I guess it is technically. Um, so when I was a kid, we had things called Radio Shacks. I know they probably had Radio Shacks in the UK or something like that. A little radio store that had, you could buy like components and diodes and mm. radio stuff. And it was kind of neat. You can build your own ham radios and all sorts of crap. Well, when I was a kid, they had, um, it was like a, I don't know how to describe it. It was like, a, basically it was like a little, um, it was like a it was like a, it had like um it was a board it had little springs on it and you could hook basic wiring to it it was like wires right so you can basically make buzzers and lights um i don't know what it was called it's called why was called 101 okay yeah it looked it kind of looked like this and I, i'll show it to you yeah i need I, a visual hard, i think yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you're gonna have to because it's kind of look like this thing so can't really get a it's it's hard to kind of let me see if they have images well it's like a circuit board and you can yeah, just... it's like a circuit board yeah so it looked just like this this is what i had right mm. uh and uh hold on a minute let me let me let me share reshare this hold on this is so goofy i hate this stop screen let's present uh, share screen and i think it was no there there we go it looked like this i'll describe it to the people listening on audio yeah, it's basically like it was a circuit board, but you had like you had like boards. yeah, you had up here you had like diodes, and there was like a little dial, and there was a capacitor, and then a buzz like a speaker, and this was like a little LED light, and you basically had a you had a book, and it showed you how. And over here on the right side had all the wires, you had different lengths, and they were color coded, and basically the the diagrams showed you how to basically wired, you know, mm. wire all this stuff up to make like buzzers. And when I had it, it made the light uh, was kind of cool because you can change light and the wearing how you gave it power could you make like it. like one buzzer or one like a little knob or knobble thing like affect yeah, the you, buzzer and then make it yeah. go turn so the light this, on and then yes so here i guess it was a like build a, a circuit like a voltimeter here but what's cool is you could hook it up and then you could like turn this knob and it would go you could you could do the modulation of it so it would oh, okay you could change the pitch it was pretty basic but this is exactly what i had this exact kit and they have different variations of it. And I bought it. This is the first piece of tech I had when I was a kid. And I mean, I, I probably spent weeks of my life just yeah, and had a imagine. book and it, and it like, it came with a big, huge manual and it had ways to, to do this and do that. And there was like down here in the bottom left corner is a little oh, actual switch. It looks and this real is complex. Great, and this, it is. It, it, the, the funny thing is it, it isn't really because they gave you a book. If they were just handed to me all the wires, I would have been stuck. Right. Yeah. But down here, this is a radio component, right? So you, this is a, you could actually turn it to get radio stations. This is an actual radio transmitter. What age had. was you, Sam? It might've been seven. I think my mom got so, it from me when I was in second. So Sam, grade. you give that to a seven year old now. <laughs> uh, if you, I, I think if you gave this to a seven year old now and you really spent time, well, well my mom gave it to me, she didn't actually sit down with me and actually play with it. She just dropped in my lap. But there again, <laughs> I didn't have a cell phone. I, there was no internet in 1982, right? None of that yeah. was available. So I didn't have stuff. I went outside a lot. But when I came inside, I didn't have an intent. I had an Atari mm. when I was like, when I was a little kid, right around the same time. And I would, But I, my mom, I didn't play a lot of games like that. Um, so there wasn't much else to do other than um, watch TV, which again, I didn't do as a kid. And then there wasn't anything else, right? 
And uh, so it was kind of cool, right? It was just neat. But I, I just remember if you, but if you're a parent now and you sit down, like you could get search of this thing and do some basic stuff and show it to her and make it, it makes noise and stuff. And she might think it's cool, but this yeah. is the kind of stuff that I think that now you have to kind of actively as a parent, you have to actively compete against those things, right? And it's not yeah. necessarily stopping your kids from having access to the technology, but you have to be a lot more involved. You can't just put this down and they've got access to a, an iPad, right? Because mm. then it doesn't make this this thing doesn't make any sense for them. But I mean, some kids would really dig on this. Like I said, I I would probably actually would, I yeah. would, I and then Anna. The problem is Anna probably would have done this as a kid. She liked doing stuff like this. I just you know, her mother and I had disagreements on how <laughs> how she would basically be what she'd be exposed to, right? And Anna yeah. got read to a lot, so that's why she likes to read and stuff. That's a good thing, though, man. That's very. But good. when I was a kid, this this was like my first big tech e kind of thing right i loved using this thing and i and i i, I basically played it until i broke um and then and of course that was then i was like 11 or 12 and was into other stuff but that time the nintendo came out in 1986 96 so that was when i started to shift more into playing games and going outside but even then it was like we were outside all the time as a kid i mean that's just the way it was i mean i didn't yeah really... i was as well yeah i used to like come the summer holidays i'd leave with a big bottle of water my football I'd go out, hit the field, and we'd be we were literally playing football all day. Yeah, and, and then like I said, you can dark. still, I, yeah, you can get these on eBay. They still actually sell them on, um, like, <laughs> but yeah, like a Raspberry Pi. But yeah, it was for for a person like me. It was allowed you to basically be a little electrician, right? You can do a little electrical. It, it taught you how to use a diode and a capacitor. You have to solder. You didn't have to solder, right? No, it all they were <laughs> with like a seven year old. Oh yeah, soldering. <laughs> yeah, a soldering gun. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> But it, no, it was cool because um, the they had like sp little cone, conical little springs. So you just bend mm. the spring and then put the wire in and let it go, and that's how you made the connection. Oh, uh, like right? when you connect speakers. Yeah, it was basically uh, that, but it was even more simple. It was just yeah. basically a, 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 a kind of a conical sphere, and it mm. stuck out. And then you just you bent it in half, and that would open up the side. And then you stick the wire in and let it close, and it would hold it in place. Some of those got pretty intense. I mean, there was like one near the back of the book was kind of an advanced one. I forgot what it did. And there was like probably 40 or 50 wires going across and interconnected. And the problem is if you, if you've got one of them out of place, it wouldn't work. And so you'd be like, mm. well, then you'd be like trying to go back and pull wires out. And of course there were times you now I would get mad because I couldn't get it to work. Um, but it's just because you missed a wire somewhere. You didn't, it wasn't connected properly. It was just hanging out. Up. Right. It was about following directions and following a pattern and following process, a process. Right. It was pretty cool. Like the I said, satisfaction I, I, once you'd done it, though. Oh, I was cool. Like I had one that was a it was a trip wire, and it was mm. cool because they gave you a long. I, and I found out I was like, well, how do I get it to go across the doorway? Because the I think the longest wire was like maybe this long, and I didn't. Again, I didn't have a brother or sister to kind of ask or whatever, or older brother or my. And it was my grandmother, and she's you know, but ah, like old school Italian, right? She didn't know nothing. So I found out you could take the wires and you can basically the ends were open. You know, they mm. weren't shielded. I just tied a bunch together. I took like four or five of those um, yellow ones and just tied them into a long a daisy chain them together. I just figured out like, oh, I can just do it this way. And you made a trip. And, <laughs> and basically what happened was if, if my, my grandmother would walk into the room and I would say, hey, grandma, come here for a second. And she would come in and of course it'd be across the floor. And of course it was so weak. It, she didn't feel it, you know, and she yeah. tripped the wire and it would go eh, and the buzzer would go off because it was set up to once the, the circuit would break, the buzzer would go off and then she'd go, eh, and she goes, shut that damn thing out of the buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was cool. I mean, it was stuff like that. But when, yeah, when you, when you got to accomplish that as a kid, I mean, it was like the coolest thing. I, I thought I was like hot, hot shit when I was a kid. Like I, 
I didn't know anybody else who had one, and I thought it was kind of cool. Like my mom's yeah. like, man, I got this, yeah, little hobby kit. It was kind of neat. You know, my buddy, um, he was into model rockets. I don't know if you remember, you ever yeah. had those, dude? He was huge into that stuff. Where they had like different stages, and they had like actual engines, and they were like electronically. He had a little box. Oh, dude, he was big into that shit, and it was cool. He'd fire these things off, and they'd go up a couple, four, three hundred feet in the yeah. air. They were pretty wild. And they had a little you know, parachute would let it come down and then you reuse the tubing. He was big in the That's model really rockets. exciting for a kid though as well, isn't it? Oh, like, model rockets. Yeah. The, mm. Kids don't they don't do that shit anymore. They don't have to because it's like nah. the phones. They, they, they can just watch enough. a load of model rockets on YouTube. Or or they can play now. they can they can build a whole <laughs> city with Minecraft. So again, the funny thing is their their brains are being engaged. It's just a digital medium, right? It, it's not yeah, it's like just, going yeah. out and building a fort or you know having like uh you know when i was a kid you know we would go out and we'd find you know they we dam a, a little creek or something like that or we would you know we'd find a big vine we all swing on it right and we would build and then my buddy had oh you know, yeah pieces, I remember pieces on. of stuff yeah and we had pieces <laughs> of stuff and we built like a kind of a quasi you had chairs which is basically just a couple logs and you build like a little fort and you guys would hang you out. You have to swing over some water as well right right like, even if it's it was, just a stream <laughs> it was your little clubhouse right well now because of technology, it's like now you can you can do amazing stuff. I mean, mm. can you imagine ten year old me having access to an Apple Vision Pro, I mean, or Meta Quest? It's just it's just completely insane. Like mm. we and everybody's like, well, you know, these kids. It's like, no, you didn't have access to that in 1985. There wasn't a headset, and if it was, that would be a that would literally be in the future. It would just be like it. Would, you couldn't say if you would have said to me at ten years old. By the time your your parents' age or a little older, like you're not fifty, you will have these things. I yeah. I think most Americans would have said you were insane. You would have said you're crazy. There's no way they're going to do that in by 2023. I mean, hell, look at look at the movies. Look at the Back to the Future. There's your example, right? Yeah, all that stuff happened. Right. That already happened. They were talking about flying cars and hoverboards and jackets that self dried, all crazy shit. Like none of that actually. Oh, the virtual boy. Yeah. Mm, well, and I guess it's vector graphics. I guess that kind of counts. But we're, <laughs> we're talking between the difference between a virtual boy and a Meta Quest 3, I think it's pretty different. It's kind of like, you know, my buddy's model rocket and an actual hyper, uh, like a, a, a Saturn. You know, it's a little different. But yeah, I, I get it. Plus, the battery on my life was terrible. The visual the visual boy. It was kind of cool. Virtual <laughs> boy is cool, though. But yeah. Don't know if I, know I, I, boy. I just so what what was your like i guess your first tech i guess as a kid that wasn't i mean do oh, you I have think, anything i, I guess my mine wasn't really, i think oh, it's done my what? dad's atari to be honest was it the wood grain one or was it the black yeah the wood grain one yeah. oh so cool yeah uh, then he then he got a newer one later on a uh, black one which was um slanted slightly with like silver on the top Okay. Was, it still, was it still an Atari 2600 or do they call it something else in the UK? I guess with the, you know, the, the old Atari with the, old... so what it, do you always cartridges what... though? Yeah. The little, the square black cartridge yeah. thing. Yeah. So was, was it called it? Was it called it Atari 2600 in the UK? Or was it called? I think it probably order? was. Yeah. I think it probably was. And uh, that rings a bell for some reason. Well, yeah. Cause uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Let's see. So, I mean the most simple game though, there was this boxing game um oh the 2600 that's the wood one that my dad had yeah there's so, a simple boxing game that my si me and my sister would play you know what it is you'd have the head and two arms oh yeah yeah and all... you just go like that and you punch so it's been like ages that. doing that so it was like this yeah that's the one yeah, yeah. Atari 2600 yep yeah mm. 
got got Great Smurf. Things I'd still enjoy playing that now. When I was in San Fran, we went to um, a museum and they had Pong. <laughs> Such oh, a basic yeah. game, dude. Oh, dude, Cubert. Oh, that was a good game because the thing would swear. Cubert. Slam Dunk, Pro Basketball, Spider Fighter, Chopper Command, Centipede, Centipede. Oh, dra Drag Dragster. I remember that game. I used to have that game. Cosmic Avenger. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, so Afterburn. Is it Afterburn? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. Well, then again, they had the you know, then you had the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Then you had the Fifty Two Hundred, right? So you had that. That was the that was the hot. You you were bad. You were a baller if you had one of those, right? The old and I I didn't have one. Um, let me see. 5600 looks like this. Stop screen. My favorite console was the Master System, though. When I got that, I was so happy. Yeah, that's, then... that's the Atari 5200. Yeah, that's. I think that's what my dad had. That's the yeah, same that was, I was it, talking about. Yeah, that would have been, yeah. And it had the paddle controllers, because, again, this is kind of like, well, if you had a, an Intellivision, you'd have the... the I don't think he had the paddle controllers, though. Um, I don't know. I don't think they... I thought it came with that. See, that was the way it came. Those Maybe are the actual controllers then. for that. Well, I mean, no, it was a bit silver. it was slimmer than that though. What my dad had, it had that silver look to it. That's too big, actually. That okay, but um, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, I mean, and I had one of those too. And uh, so let's uh, oh, sorry, yeah. it's great. Let's go back to uh, let's go check the chat. Rotary phone. Oh, dude, yeah, give a rotary. And it was the twenty six. Yeah, it's the twenty six hundred. Yeah. had. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the silver I remember, the silver bit with Atari in the middle. Okay, I guess I had another version of it. Okay, that's cool. Let's see. Virtual Boy, Game Gear. Oh, the Atari with a cassette loader. Oh, yeah. So when I was a kid, I had, well, I still had my Commodore 64. So I had a Commodore 64, mm. which was cool. It had uh, a tape. So, it, oh yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, Commodore sixty four. I had one of those. Had a one twenty eight, and that was the first time I pictures. Really... This museum, I went. I took some pictures. See if you recognize some of the tech. You might have had some of it. Let's have a look. Oh, there's an Atari. Tuna's in the chat. <laughs> yeah, my first real tech was hanging with my dad, going to computer shows, buying. Peak. Yeah, early nineties. There you go. X386 versus Intel. Original Game Boy. Well, yo, yeah. That. Oh, what is a Spectrum? Oh, a ZX Spectrum? Hmm, Sinclair Research. <laughs> I never never saw that. ZX Spectrum. Uh... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. The pet, the Commodore. Yeah, the pet. Yeah, I, I never had one, but I've seen one of those before. And that's that's where the the Commodore sixty. So here's the the, the successor to the Pet. Is this more your era, isn't it? It was it was this. Yeah. Oh wow, that's old school. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, this museum was pretty cool. Yeah. So that that's the that's the successor to the Pet. This uh -huh. the one. The that's 64. something I recognize more. Mm -hmm. And then I had this. When I got older, I don't remember. A friend of mine's parents gave it to me because they 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 bought it for their son, and he had just no interest in it at all, which is kind of hilarious. Let's see. So they had the Commodore One Twenty Eight, and it looked like 
Yeah, look, that was the one. That was the one twenty-eight. Uh, that was pretty cool. Like that was my first like proper computer when I was a kid. Um, hooked up to it. It hooked up to a TV, and it was cool. Like I mean, it had a disc drive, and it was pretty. It was pretty you slick. Had, you had I mean, games where you had like choices, didn't you, to make? Yeah. Um. Uh, well, the first, the only game I really ever played on this one was a game called. Um, oh well, it was it was the original Pirates. Um, okay. and it was on, it was on this. And then I played, um, I think I had a version of Karataka, but it, I couldn't get it to boot very well. It never really worked right. Um, every once in a while. So I didn't have many games for it, but, uh, it was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, man, this is like that. That's the old school stuff. Like, you know, nowadays it's like, you know, your, your basic phones have so much computing power in them. It's color. But I mean, this was, again, this is like 40 years ago. Mm. Again, this is a life, not even a lifetime. This is essentially two generations ago, right? And this, but I mean, if you would have told me that we had, we would have spatial computing and AI, like show somebody, you know, 40 years ago when I was a kid, show them those videos of Sora and say that they think, well, that's, you don't have access to that. Like regular people don't have access. Like, no, everybody can do that. Like and yeah. nowadays, anybody can do that. <laughs> Mad. And they'd be like, they would look at you like you were from another planet. They would, it wouldn't even be this. It's, it's crazy how how yeah. far we've come in just even ten years. So, the thing is, though, don't you think some of it's sometimes a bit overwhelming? Like you just want to play Pong. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, well, that's why I have that arcade machine over there. It's got asteroids. It's got Defender. You know how many times I play that as opposed, like the other Actually, night. Actually, my wife and I were Golden Tea. Yeah, that San Fran trip as well. One thing we did do. Um, went to an arcade, right? And there was this four-man Pac-Man. Oh yeah, and that was awesome. That that yeah. got us hooked. We all went on that. And, well, um, I remember when I was a kid, we had the the double-sided Miss Pac-Man. It was like the glass tabletop, and it was uh, yeah, it was that's Ms. what it was. Yeah, and and you played two players, and the, the screen would just flip to the other side, and you had Miss Pac-Man. And dude, I I used to play. So this was a four-man I... one, right? Yeah, and um, you could you'd you'd actually take each other out as well. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. So, so the last you're, man you're standing, playing the, you're playing at the same time, not just yeah, all at the same time. Like uh, combat, so you avoid the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, and then you take each other out as well. Um, so you're grabbing the fruits and all that jazz. That's wild. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Well, that's another thing. That's another thing I, I do miss as I've gotten older. It's actually going to an arcade, you know, and actually having yeah. arcades, especially well, and not for just regular games. I mean, that was cool, like you know, to play that, but especially if you're playing like Tekken or street fighter or any of those kind of games. I just remember when yeah, my wife said silent scope, that was another game. Me, she loved that game. I really wish I had that. And you know, silent scope, but it was kind of cool because I remember the first Mortal when Mortal Kombat three came out in the arcade, the only place they had it in the city was at the airport. I'm not mm. kidding you. And like one of the little airport places. Mortal Kombat's awesome. And dude, I remember, and I, it's one of my vivid memories of actually being at the airport. Um, Get over here. It was open because it was open all night because the airport was open mm. 24 hours, right? Obviously, it's an airport. So I remember like literally two people playing, and there would be like like dozens of people standing around in like a semicircle, and there would be quarters across the cabinet. And people would just, I mean, that was the, I just thought. You meant semicircle. I, yeah, semicircle. So whatever, it's fine. Yeah, semicircle. <laughs> But I just remember that was like that was cool, right? And, and then it, there was a place called uh, at in Northwest Plaza that had a place called Tilt, and it was downstairs arcade. And if you thought you were a good good at Street Fighter, good at Tekken, good at Mortal Kombat, whatever you thought you were good at fighting game, that was the place to to go. Like if you thought yeah. you were good, 
there were people that were amazing at those games. Like, and they would say, and they would just basically challenge them and they had quarters across the top of it, across the cabinet. And that's how, you know, you play your core and you get your ass kicked. You know, you try your best and you sit on, you r- rotate. But it's always the it. basic games that really grip the masses, right? So like, do you remember mm-hmm. Snake on Nokia devices? Oh yeah. Oh, Snake yeah. just blew up, didn't it? <laughs> Such yeah. a simple game. That was I mean, essentially coming- centipede. Right, well, there are going to be people like Minesweeper. Remember Minesweeper on the old yeah. on the Windows? Oh, Windows, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people would play Minesweeper for, I mean, that was just like, it was totally cool. But yeah, it just, you're going to, you miss that kind of stuff. And, and I'm Definitely. happy for all the technology we have. And it's it's really cool because, um, but it just, it just sucks just because kids, my, my daughters are never going to experience going to an arcade. Well, you, you can't. I don't know. You can. There it's is not um, the same. Well, there's a funny thing is, and I don't know if they have this where you are, and they should. Um, and I, it's called uh, One Up. Essentially, it's an arcade. Of course, you can't put quarters in the machine. They use card readers and stuff. But basically, it's like an old school um, arcade, right? And you can get pizza, and you had like, you know, it was just basically See, pizza food. Sam, if you go to the seaside in the UK, that there's arcades still. Yeah. So like we, we know I was in Lower Stoft um, to see family uh, last weekend. So, Sasha got to try two P machines. Oh, cool! You know, Those you put cool. them in, and they they drop down. We we, right. we could spend hours playing on that. Well, yeah, man. My buddy had a pachinko. Remember the pachinko machines when you were a kid? The little ball. I mean, they're still huge. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's you couldn't play games at home, right? You had to leave the house to go do all that, and you could. You had the Nintendo, which was pretty good, but it was different, right? You know, it was mm. it, going to an arcade was about eating the cheesy pizza. It was terrible, right? It's the whole and experience, yeah. Hanging out with your friends, riding your bikes over there, hanging out with your friends, taking a you know handful of quarters or a pocket full, you know, like maybe maybe five six dollars in quarters, and just sitting there all day and just playing the arcade. And then when you get done, you're out of quarters. Everybody's done. You go across and you play football or you play soccer or basketball or whatever you do. And it's just you know it's just the basics of it, right? I mean, it's all cool to have this interconnected world. But now we're too interconnected. Like now, there's no break from it. It's like nonstop every day. Instead of everybody just, you know, going on Twix, and making your peace. Now it's just like people spend all day on that thing, just yeah. having fights with people they don't care about about situations they're not educated about about and things that don't matter to them. It's like, and then we and then people complain that they don't have enough time in their day. I'm like, mm, you probably have more time than you Probably think you're just wasting could... on silliness. Yeah. Yeah. And again, there there are reasonable and good reasons to engage in those things, right? Social development, social growth, you know, political awareness, all that kind of stuff. But I, I think, you know, with with the problem is people don't have a good tendency to regulate themselves. And I think that's the problem is, you know, it's okay to go on Twitter or go on Instagram or whatever and check some stuff or read a news article, but to spend most of your, your time on there and then, you know, reading a comment from somebody you don't know and they make some kind of comment that just happens to just get you upset and you, just, and you lose it. And then now you're I all... I have to all admit we spend too much time on these types of things. I think so too. I mean, I've tried to be yeah. really good about, you know, trying to stay, you know, grounded where I kind of just... And like, that's why on, on Twix, I'll read comments from everybody. And he's going to be after you. To, that's his thing, remember? Stay grounded. Right. Well, I just, yeah, well, yeah, he's grounded tech, but, um, but yeah, I'm just saying for me, it's just, it, I, I try to basically, it's, you gotta, you gotta, you have to actively think about it and kind mm. of not do it. Uh, Commander Keen. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a thing now, isn't it? People tell you to go touch grass. <laughs> yeah. Go outside and enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it while you can. Right. So don't touch grass, man. Command and Conquer I can't believe games. Peter oh, yeah. said that. Yeah. Command and Matrix Conquer. Matrix is games. 25 years old. 
Yeah, and in Command and Conquer. I never got into Command and Conquer. My buddy was really into it. I tried it. I was terrible at it. I kind of got and, into uh, it. Yeah, I, I thought they were kind of cool, Command and Conquer. I, I, just I liked Age know. of Empires. Has anyone played Age of Empires? That was good. Yeah, I played that, and I uh, I played a game called Anno. Well, it was called uh, 1503 AD. I think it was kind of like one of those things, and then um, mm -hmm. games like that. But those little Civ like hex Civilization. You oh, one? Civ. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. I, I, a matter of fact, I, I forgot I had a Steam account and I logged into it a couple of days ago. I forgot I had it, and uh, I, had, I hadn't logged in, in so long. I had Civ Five. That's where I uh, that was the last. I didn't play Civ yeah. Six because everybody said it kind of sucks. I need to get, a, I need to get a PC right because I used to play these. Uh, it's actually board games, but um, mm. digital versions, and they're great, you know. Oh yeah, like Monopoly or Sorry. Yeah, or... there's one called Ticket to Ride. Um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but yeah, and, uh, but me and you could play some board games. It would be fun, man. Yeah, pachinko is massive. Yeah, I know it's still massive in Japan. They have like pachinko parlors and stuff. They're huge there. Just pachinko? the good old fashioned. You ever seen pachinko before? Oh, I know no. you have. Oh no, I know have you I? have. Come on, man. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Come on. There's no way. Let's let's pachinko. find pachinko machine. Pachinko machine. The drama like, series. <laughs> no, like this. Here, like here, I'll, I'll show you. Um, like one of these deals, dude. Oh my butt! This is an old one though. But I mean, here I'll show it. Yeah, it looks like I I know they've had. They you mean you've never seen something like this? Had little metal balls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they go up here, and it's, it had a little lever. Like you you put your quarter in or whatever, you hit your lever, and it like goes pinball. around it. Yeah, it's like kind of like pinball, dude. These are my buddy had one that looked just like this, and we used to sit mm. there and play it forever. And I didn't even know what the hell it was. Like I didn't know it was Japanese. It just I just well, I knew it was something Asian just because of all the, the design and stuff. But mm. these things are massive still in Japan. They dude, they play the, they have like pachinko parlors and stuff. It's crazy. So um yeah, I anyway. like stuff like that, man. I really like I say yep. I like to feel stuff and when you're playing right. stuff like that, you still feel I guess you like load the ball up and put how much power you want to put into it. Yeah, no, well, I, I think, well, at least on the one I he had, it was just you just pushed it down. Oh, okay. And it, 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 I, I don't think you, maybe you could have. I didn't notice. Was it like, you know, is it like this flipper things that you. No, you just basically, no. it just went up and it was kind of randomized. And I guess you try to get it into those little, there had to be a way to control the trajectory of speed. There had to be a way. Maybe yeah, the one be. he had didn't, I don't know. Or maybe there was something, again, I was like nine, nine years old or whatever, because it was just like in the basement of his, my buddy's house. It was his dad's. And I think he. I don't know where he picked that. He just had it down there. I don't think he ever played it. He just was down there. And uh, so there's got to be a way to, to manipulate how the ball goes. It can't just be completely randomized, but I don't know. Maybe so one thing maybe... I will say about all this though, there, obviously we're talking about some of the negatives and how we miss some stuff. I mean, I met you online, Sam. We've never met in person. Oh yeah. I, I mean, this, Chad, a lot of the guys in the chat, I mean, got great friendships. So there's positives as well. <laughs> of right. Course. Like I said, it's, 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 I, I don't wish to go back to those days. I kind of just am mm. nostalgic about it because it was, to me, it was simpler. But I think a lot of, and that's a shame is because it seems like younger people now don't have a simple life anymore. No, it's it's, it's a lot more, it's a lot more complicated for, for younger mm. people now. People are like kids are in the primary school and first and second grade, right? I don't know. I just remember when I was a kid, there wasn't much, there wasn't all this technology to do. I mean, and just the thought of actually having a video phone call would yeah. have been crazy. And first of all, if you could have done it, it would have cost you a billion dollars. I mean, I would live in a day where, <laughs> where a lot, like if I called you in the UK on a telephone, it would cost me like, like $2 a minute 
to talk yeah. to you. I mean, I mean, it was crazy, right? And now I can do it totally for free, and we can do this, and and that's how we met, and we continue to do the show, and it's totally awesome, right? But I don't know. I just, I guess, everybody's always nostalgic about the stuff. But like I just you're watching Sersha grow through yeah. pictures and video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's the beauty of it. Is like I've never actually had a chance to meet any of you, but I can kind of watch her how she dresses up, and you guys are going to the Tesco's and how you do your thing. Like I get to kind of live, you know, I get, I get to kind of see somebody else's we don't daughter. Go Tesco's. And... He's just pulled that one out. Cause he knows Tesco's. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's kind of cool. I mean, I get yeah. to kind of experience that and I don't, you know, and it, that's a situation that you can't really describe, but she's got these cute little outfits and she has these little videos and she's singing songs. And it's kind of like, that's, it's, it's really pretty cool. And that's, that's what I like about it. It, it makes, now there's no boundaries to communication, right? You can, no. you can get a hold of people anywhere. And now people are safer, right? Because now there's, you know, you know, your Pixel has crash detection, right? And so there's an app, iPhone, right? So if you're in a crash and you're, you can't talk and you can't make a phone call, it can call emergency services for you. It, you know, these things can make, I, it make it makes life simple. Um, yeah. I mean, but it also makes it safer. I mean, look, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, the airbags and anti-lock brakes and, you know, gas cars getting way better gas mileage than they used to. Right now you have electrical vehicles, right? So you have an access to an electrical vehicle and, and all these other technologies. It's pretty crazy. I mean, it's, it's cool, but I mean, it, it's, we got to take our time and, and remember it's both halves, right? It's the technology, but it's still the communication part of it. It's still taking the time to meet us in person one day. We actually meet, like either yeah. I get to the UK. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good gateway, but it's it doesn't it never it's never it's the, not same the same. Us. Right. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta do both, right? I think you should try to do both. Like getting Sam, to see Chad in person was was great. Yeah, and then uh, Peter hates to break it to me, but simple life is twenty one years old. Oh shit! Really? God, <laughs> dude, I, it's I can't believe the Matrix is twenty five years old. That was the movie you wanted to show people how a blue, uh, how a DVD worked. Remember that? That was like that was the movie to show anybody how cool your DVD was as opposed to like a VHS. I mean, he's like, Oh, you want to watch this? You don't have to rewind or nothing. You just go right to the spot. <laughs> You're like, Oh, it's cool. Right. Um, yeah. And, 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 and to know that you made some good friendships online, but again, as, as me always being the, the other side of the coin, you now have more in acrimony between people completely based online. You, you have more arguments with people that you've never met. Mm -hmm. I haven't had that kind of fights with people I know that well. And I've, I've had some, you know, friendships, you know I mean? It's like mates at a pub, right? Well, do you know what we this all... is though? It's because people don't see any boundaries there. So, and they don't see a human being sometimes. So they just say whatever comes to their mind and right. it can be sickening sometimes. Yeah. Remember, like we said, just don't be a dick. Try to be excellent. Don't to each other, be right? a dick. Speaking of don't be a dick and being excellent to each other, also don't forget to skin your shit. Extremeskins.co.uk. Yeah, do do yourself a favor. Go on there, check them out. Let them know. Well, how I've much got skin something now, and I because I've got a crack in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, like I said on on the other podcast, Ouch. now, yep. Now that you're like every other two owner I know that's got a crack in the uh, the back end of the phone on the glass, it just. I don't know. It sucks. Right. But anyway, so, but if you're in Joe's situation, right, where well, you would normally get rid of the phone because now you're going to deal with it, right? No, you don't have to do that. You can go to extremeskins.co.uk, go on a Wednesday, get a buy one, get one, tell them mm -hmm. we sent you, get yourself a skin, but it doesn't have to be, it could be a leather skin or a carbon fiber skin or the nice colorful ones they got, they got all sorts of colors. You can do go psychedelic. Favorite. You've got a version psychedelic one, haven't you? You can go. Yeah. It's pretty psychedelic. It's kind of like that. It looks crazy, crazy. Right. Um, 
And again, I would love to get one for my uh, Razor Plus, but they don't make it, which is fine. But um, I'm sure they have got your phone. I mean, most of the people in the chat have uh, yeah. pretty normal phones. They got pixels and iPhones, and they got also they they also skin um, consoles, right? So you got yep. PS5, got Xbox, yeah, headphones, all sorts of stuff, man. Check them out; they're really good. And they've really been taking care of us, and we love them. And I've they've sent us stuff in the past, which is awesome. But I've also bought some from them as well. Um, the last one took a little longer just because they had to come from the UK. It took a bit, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I mean, as you can tell, I still have it on my <laughs> duo because it's protecting the, the crack, the crack that's um, going from here 35% off, Sam. There you go. Go check it out. And you don't even need a code or nothing, right? Skin your game gear. Probably not. But uh, if, if you probably bought one, you could cut it to form. You could probably, you can probably hand jam it in there. You know, they do creative. laptops as well. They do iPads. laptops as well. Yeah, iPads, all your phones. Again, that's what I had to do, right? Because I did, I mean, Joe, because I had the crack from here. It's like here yeah. to here. All, same thing. And I just got this. And I You can't see on. it through the skin, can you? It covers no. it properly. And... No, dude, you can't see anything. And it's like, mm. and dude, look at the quality. I've had this on here for a year, year and a half. I mean, there's no scrapes on it. It didn't, it doesn't, you don't have to worry about it. Like if you scratch it, it's not going to like, you know, pull up the skin and kind of fold and look all jammed. Oh, they're durable. Big dude, time, they're durable yeah. as hell. Get yeah. you one, like I said. It covers my duo. Get your Sky Q box. <laughs> it can cover your duo as well. Hey, yes, Kia. How are you doing? I was on her stream last night. She had Eric on. It was cool. It was a good time. I kind of caught the back end of it, but hey, welcome. she's a fellow Snapdragon insider as well. That's right. She. We need to get. We need to get her on the podcast. We talked to her earlier, but you know, life got busy and things went crazy. Yeah, I reached so. out to her before on uh, on Twix. Yeah. She she's definitely up for it. Yep, we should have her on. And absolutely, thanks for swinging on. I saw Eric was in the chat too. Thanks for coming by, Easy. Be sure you do the right before posting online. What does it make? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'll I'll rip a hole like I did, like they did Sam. Yeah, I know I screwed it up. Yeah, it's another thing too. If you do uh, do apply your skin and you do take a picture of it, and if you happen to be, you know, misapplied it, you might have like maybe ripped the four off on your PS4 and you put it on anyway, and you took a picture of it. They'll put you on blast. They're pretty good about that. They'll let you know you that you're not very good. What's at funny about that, Sam, though, is they actually have um, application videos that you can watch beforehand. I did, and I still screwed up because when I was trying to take it, when I was trying to take it off, because what it is, I was, I was when I was trying to take it off the the template off the paper, mm. it, I just ripped it right off. It just, and I was like, oh. yeah, the hell. Is it? <laughs> So it wasn't because I didn't apply it right. I didn't even get it off the damn paper correctly because I'm a moron. Oh, yeah. So, you know, whatever. It, you know what? Sometimes it's okay. I put it on there and then took a picture of it. And then they told me I, and they roasted me, which is fine. That's fair. But like Jimmy oh, says, man. make sure you hydrate. Don't forget to hydrate. Yeah, it's important, man. Also, important. Um, do us a favor. If you, if you're, uh, if you got something nagging going on, right? If you got a, a medical thing going on or you want to lose weight in the new year or you, want to go for a job appointment or whatever, if you want to try to do something that may require a little work, a little effort, but you think it's a good goal, go for it, man. Try to take some time and make a, make a plan. Take a couple minutes of your day and try to try to get that thing done. You'd be surprised. We, we, mm -hmm. you know, we've come into 2024 now and there's a lot of stuff in the world that kind of sucks, but you know, you can control one little thing in your life. You know, if you want to have a better communication with your parents or, you know, you want to do better at work or if you want to learn a new skill because you want to do something just for a hobby or fun or, or start a podcast, you know, start doing woodworking, anything you've been wanting to try to do. And if you got a little time, give it a shot. You might be surprised. You might still not be good at it, but that's okay. It's still a lot of fun. And try to try to do something for somebody else, too. Don't forget to always yeah. take care of somebody else, you know, strangers, family members, friends, community, coworkers. Do something right. Don't be an asshole. 
Do you know what, something I'm working on, Sam, is what? circle of influence, right? Circle of influence. There's lots of things in this world you can't change. You can't do anything about it. So don't yeah. stress about that. Just stress right, about look... the things you can do. Yeah. Your circle of influence. Right. And also just remember to stay hydrated, be excellent to each other, and continue to enjoy your tech and love those things. And, you know, we'll look forward to it. You know, let's let's keep optimistic about AI. I think it might be pretty good. But we'll see how it goes. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot of going to be an interesting 2024 with phones and computers. We got the you know the new Snapdragon chips coming out and uh, and our ARM processors and stuff like that. So might be a pretty good year. Got Excellent, new, new, baby. No, 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 new pixels, new cameras, new microphones, new new tech, software, hardware. It's cool, man. It's a good time to be alive. If you're a tech enthusiast, man. This is this is it. This is like. The but don't forget man, to right? touch grass. But don't forget to touch grass. <laughs> just have a pint and fall into the grass. You still touch it. Oh, that sounds fantastic. There you go. Have a pint. Go to go to the pub, watch a football match, be with some be with some mates, and uh, have a good time. And uh, and with that, we'll uh, we'll sign off for the day. But uh, thanks for swinging by for all these who decide to watch the stream. Remember, you can always download the podcast afterward. I got a little bad about posting it. I'll try to be a little better about that. So uh -huh. yeah, doesn't matter. Well, you know. <laughs> That's okay. Like I said, it's not because I'm uh it's not because I don't care about anybody, it's just because I'm I kind of I'm I can get bad about posting that. So I always try to make sure I get that up up promptly for you all. And uh thanks a lot for swinging by and engaging us and coming in the chat, Jimmy and we lovely people. Everybody love in the you, chat and tuna and uh oh yeah, come on through and Kia. Like I say, I'm gonna hold you to it. Yes, we do need to have you come on and we're gonna try to reach we out. Do, we do because there's not enough great women in tech that we have That's on our right. show. So and I, and I like her channel. I think she does a great job. And, uh, and mm -hmm. Manos, we love you too, mate. And so, anyways, for myself and for Joe, this is the Nomad Tech Project for Sunday the 18th of February. Thanks for swinging on by. Again, man, download the podcast on your favorite podcast aggregators. Check out the bunch of phonies. Check out Kia's channel. There's a bunch of other people that are on here, Tuna, and they do the, the tech disruptors. There's a lot of good content out there. That's the Nomad Tech Project. Make sure you don't forget that. But also, you know, check out some stuff and get get a well-rounded tech enthusiast and tech perspective. That's always good. And remember, Juan's uh, podcast is tomorrow, 11 a.m. Central. So I guess that's 9 a.m. Eastern. So remember, don't forget his channel as well. Show some love. We'll catch you all later. Take care. See you next Sunday. Peace, everybody. Bye-bye.